all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Back in the boss man show, a special guest, uh, a guy I've known of when his days at CMO with my guy Rick Raymond State, um, Adam Gordon, the CEO of Rising Coaches. Coach Gordon, man, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, boss man. Appreciate you having me on today. Anytime, coach. Well, coach, I wanted to have you on. Kind of, I, I saw what you've been doing a long time at Rising Coaches, kind of in the background here. Now, we were, man, with the pandemic, it's really hit the forefront more so than ever right now. So tell the people about Rising Coaches, how you found it, what was your inspiration for founding this great thing you have going, helping coaches rise up in the, in the business here? 
Yeah, um, we started it back in 2010. Myself and Andy Farrell, we were both on staff at Clemson. Um, we were both just getting our coaching careers started. Uh, and it's really clear that this is a business where you got to like know somebody just to even know what jobs are even open. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, mystique and a lot of unknown to like how to move up. There's very few resources and it's just a hard, it's a hard business. Um, and so we just thought like, why, you know, there, there were some things out there for, for younger guys that were like exclusive. You know, there were some groups that were doing some things for like the next wave of stars in the profession. And, you know, we were like, why don't we just put together something that's open to everybody? You know, anyone could come to it. You don't have to be on a list to get in. You don't have to know somebody who knows somebody. Um, and so that's what we did. We, we were like, let's, you know, we put together a community of coaches so that we could all rise through the profession together. And that's kind of where rising coaches comes from. Uh, and we started with a, you know, a conference, which we called the rising coaches conference, which we're in our 11, 11th year of, uh, and then that, that was great. And, and, you know, did really well and word of mouth spread and we added on a final four event, um, and that was really it for nine years, boss, man. Like we just did those two events. Uh, you know, our social media presence certainly was our biggest, you know, like factor in our growth. I think that and, Most and word of mouth and each year people would kind of move on in the, in the profession like they do and they move up and, and they would keep spreading word about how, you know, the relationships that they made through rising coaches helped them. Uh, and, and that was, that was kind of it. Um, and then last year, uh, I decided to step out of coaching to do this full time. I, you know, there was, there was clearly a need for it. Uh, there's clearly a void in the coaching profession. Most definitely. And so I thought, I thought, let me, let me try to put all my time and resources into this and see if we can grow it. And, and so the first thing we did was create a membership program uh, that tries to hit on the things that we try to hit on at our events. We try to provide it year round, which is just uh, the community the relationships and, and the development. Uh, and so we started our, our membership program in October of 2019. And, and now 11 months later, we got 1300 members. So we're rolling. Yeah. And I'm asking this coach Gordon, how was it been out of the gym for a year? I know once you're in that mode of being in the gym all these years and now you're not in the gym, how was that for you? This transition from moving from being a coach and having to recruit guys, look at guys, grades, keep them in line. So now this is your full-time thing, rising coaches trying to help other people in the, in the business now. Yeah, it was interesting. The first couple months, I felt like a kid on summer break. It was like, <laughs> it was like I'm free. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. The first thing I did was unfollow verbal commits. I was like, I don't care where any of you guys are going anymore. <laughs> um, so there was certainly like that first initial period was like really nice um, to just like, it was kind of like a weight off, off my shoulders a little bit. Um, because you know how coaching is, you, you're wearing so many hats, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're going 24 seven. Uh, so it was really nice to, to slow down a little bit, but then after a couple months, I mean, like you're talking about running a business by yourself from scratch and it's not by myself, but I was the only full-time one. Um, so it doesn't really slow down, <laughs> you know, like oh, the definitely. entrepreneurial lifestyle is not that much easier if at all. Um, so there were challenges with that. Uh, but you know, in terms of coaching, I, I didn't really miss it. I miss being around the guys every day. I miss being around the players. Um, 
every once in a while I'd start talking X's and O's with somebody and I'd be like, oh, I miss like game planning. But for the most part, I, I stayed so busy uh, trying to figure out what the heck I was doing running a business that uh, I didn't miss it too much. Yeah, because you know, I, I can only imagine once you get in that mode, you like, like you said, you like you're free now because, like you said, guys, what I'm saying is about coaching. You guys wear multiple hats. It's not just the gym; it's more than just the gym. And like you said, it's just a different animal. But a lot of people don't understand it, like you and I do. It's like until you get in that world and see up and person, you're like, okay, yeah, it's more than just the, the court's the easy part. Almost it's everything else around outside the court is the hard part. Yeah, if it was just the gym, it'd be awesome. But, you you know, like, there's so much more, especially at the college level, you know, probably the vast majority of what you're doing is non-basketball related. Um, but I loved every aspect of it. It was just, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was nice to do something different, and it was nice to uh, kind of be the decision maker. You know, I, I never had the opportunity to be a head coach. And this is, I feel like I learned a lot of, a lot of the lessons that I heard coaches talking about through our conferences over the years about when you finally move over to that head coaching role, I feel like I experienced them this year, you know, moving over to like running a business. Most definitely. And think about your, as a coach's coach, I love it that you do JUCO from NIA, D1, D2, D3, G League, WNBA, NBA. So, how did you get your tentacles and all those different facets of basketball? Because you're covering a, a wide array of coaches from the lower level to NIA all the way on up to the NBA. Well, yeah, again, that's, that's like what we started this thing to be is inclusive. And we didn't want it to be this like members only club. You got to be at a high major school to be in it. Like we really wanted it to be available to all coaches. We all love the game. We love to teach it. Uh, we got to share passion. It doesn't matter where you're at. Plus, you know how this business is. Like, one minute you got a, a, a Duke polo on, and the next minute you got, you know, like a high school polo on or something. Maybe maybe Duke was a bad example, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. It turned us so, off. Yeah, there's so much turnover. And, uh, and so we, we don't like to classify by levels. We just – if you're a ball coach, if you want to connect with other ball coaches – if you want to learn, if you want to share what you know, then, like, we got a spot for you. Now, Coach Gordon, it had to be cool with, with the pandemic that coaches are more open to talk about things and, and not on edge as much because I'm pretty sure on Zoom calls, you're having the X-No conversations and while looking at different videos and how you break it down, having virtual clinics. So how has that been? I, I can only imagine the knowledge that's been dropped to these virtual clinics you guys are having via Zoom. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, like I said, we started this membership platform uh, in October, and it's it's set up like a social media. You know, there's a message board you can post, you can DM people. Um, and then we, we did content through Zoom. So when this pandemic hit, you know, we were kind of, you know, of course we had to like cancel our in-person events, which is what we've hung our hat on for 10 years. But we kind of were built for this a little bit. Um, we already had the online platform. We already had, you know, expertise in Zoom. <laughs> um, and at the time, people were still were trying to figure it out and how to get off mute and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, there's no question that, like, this pandemic, as crazy as it sounds, like, certainly accelerated our growth. And, and we saw, like, a ton of growth in our membership uh, in March and April and May. Those three months were, were off the charts for us. 
And as far as helping the resources with, 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 with the coaches, do you help the guys for as with uh, interviewing for a bigger job and how, what to say and what's do you? I work with a search search firm firms. I know those are big and D one right now search firms determining the job. So how do you help the coach navigate trying to move up the ladder and do it the right way and not get stuck in neutral in one place forever? Yeah, for sure. So. Um, we, we really try to attack that from two ways. Number one is like relationships and like, you know, it like who, who, you know, in this business is everything. Um, our Georgia guy, Corey Black always says it. your, your network is your net worth. Right. Um, so, you know, we really, uh, put a lot of intention into trying to make sure that our members are meeting other coaches. Um, so we do different programs. Of course, we have our Zooms every single day, and that's a great way to meet people. Uh, but we also have programs like Coach to Coach, where on the 1st and 15th of every month, we partner our members up with another member. And so even you do this year-round, uh, you know, you're going to meet 24 new coaches. Even when you're in the middle of your season and you're ripping and running and you feel like you don't have time to do it, you're going to, like, we pair you up and you'll find 10 minutes at least to do it. Um, and... So we really try to invest in like making sure that they're expanding their network. Uh, so that's number one. And then number two, we do bring in speakers and, and that's been one of the, the things that people seem to like best is the diversity of our content. Uh, we'll have everything from, you know, a coach coming in and breaking down pick and roll defense or a matchup zone to bringing in a search firm exec or an AD and, and running an interview workshop for us and, not only talking about, you know, how to perform in an interview, but putting our members through, you know, mock interview situations and making them answer questions on the spot um, and getting them those reps uh, that you can't really replicate anywhere else. Most definitely, you know, what I love about coaches making the practice plan and the scouting reports, those things always interest me because I love to know, like, the matchups, the practice plan, because that's those things are so key to your days. The practice plan and that, those game plan disciplines, because you know, for me, being around the NBA the way I am, I'm, I'm, I'm they're, they're big on game plan discipline, practice plans, and how to structure each day. So teaching the uh, assistant coach that who only gives suggestions to when they move over that one C has to be very key to teach them the practice plan and, and put them and get a game plan. Having a scout a team is one thing. Having to know about everybody and how to help your coaches determine what what you want to run based on what opponent is something a skill they can only acquire. And I think you guys are helping these young these guys get there with your X and O workshops you guys are doing. Yeah, and I, and I think we're giving them an opportunity to show that they can do that stuff. You know, like I'll give you an example. Tommy Strine is a member of ours, um, and he was the ops guy at Lamar. He'd been, you know, in support staff roles for about 10 years at college basketball. Uh, ops guy there. He was at American. Um, he was at uh, Richmond. Uh, and you know how it is, like – that you never get, you got to get over that hurdle of you got no recruiting experience, right? Mm -hmm. How can I move you up? Because you've never been on the road, never been on the court. Well, he was able to, you know, one of the things we do for our members is we help showcase them and promote any type of content that they're putting out. Um, and he was able to do a series on the Princeton offense. Uh, and from that, uh, Coach, uh, Coach Irving at, at uh, Chicago State saw it. And he, he was interested in running the Princeton offense at his, with his program. And so the next thing you know, Tommy gets that assistant job. And so he was able to showcase that, 
hey, I am more than an ops guy. I do have this like skill set. I can implement the the Princeton offense, and he was able to show that through through the Rising Coaches platform. So, um, yeah, I I think in addition to to helping provide some of that resources, we're also giving people the opportunity to show what they can do. Most definitely, because you know, just look at the NBA here, Coach Gordon. Like Eric Spoelstra was a video coordinator. Look where he's at now, you know. So, like a lot of guys slept on who's a, who actually are on the bench, but they know the game of basketball. Once you're around it enough, you you know what's going on, you know. <laughs> like you know, if you if you really get your mind into the game of basketball and you can show it, people will see. And I think it's so amazing that you're giving guys opportunities because, like you said, if you don't get the opportunity to show yourself, you just be an ops guy the rest of your career, going to play like changing polos every other year, you know, because <laughs> you're just an ops guy, you know. And I think it's so great what you guys are doing, Coach Gordon. I think it's amazing. Has resources in you and your organization because I think it's great going to help a lot of coaches move up in this business as guys kind of age out. The new wave is coming here real soon. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And and uh, like I said at the at the jump, there just isn't any resources out there for coaches. And this this business is hard. <laughs> you know, it's really hard. Like we need resources. Yes. So uh, hopefully we're we're doing a good job providing. I think I think we are. I think you are, man. You know, uh, I think that, you know, it's, it's just amazing, you know, to see, you know, guys coming together, you know, because like, I, I know coaches, it's, 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 a, it's a cutthroat business. You know, this is very cutthroat. And they're getting guys to come together on the same page and not feel like that ego or threatened. Because I, I know some coaches in the business who are very ego-driven and threatened by the least little thing. And have an organization where all of you are together, and it's really, no, we're all trying to help each other. It's not so much we're competing against each other. It's not a threat, per se. We're all in this together for the, the same common cause. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, that, that is, you hit on a great point there, boss man. Because like, people in our industry are so catty and they're so like jealous of each other, and that's a major problem too. And I, I don't know that we're solving that, but we're at least bringing people together and, and making it more of a fraternity, uh, brotherhood, a sisterhood, whatever. Uh, and, and again, just harping on like genuine relationships like build relationships with these people if they have success be happy for them uh if you're tight with them then maybe maybe now they're in a position where they can help you someday but uh you know don't even we try to we try to harp on the fact don't even worry about that just just build relationships you're in this hard profession together you yes. got things in common with each other just just lean on each other that's it Coach Gordon, my text messages are funny because I, 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 I kind of sense the cadence in some text I get from certain people. I'm like, wow. I'm glad I'm Mr. Radio Guy that you, that you vent to. And I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Because <laughs> I'm like, wow. You know, but I get it. And it happens in the NBA too with players and coaches. It's, it's just amazing when somebody gets hired or somebody gets let go or somebody. It's just the text messages I receive, Coach Gordon, you probably see them too. Sometimes it makes you want to just shake your head like, wow, what am I doing in this crazy world? <laughs> <laughs> no question. Yeah, and like coaching, I'm sure every industry has it a little bit, you know what I mean? But I think coaching is like one of the only professions where like your success is not determined on how good of a job you do. Like you could be the best assistant coach in the world, and if your team sucks and you lose a bunch of games, like, you know, you're not going to get rewarded. It's just just how it is. Or you could be bad at your job and just be in a great situation and continue to move up. Um, and that gets frustrating for people, and I get that. But if you just trust the process, continue to be a good person and, and be really good at what you do, you know, I'm a believer that, that things will work itself out. 
Most definitely. And I know you was probably playing on going to be in Atlanta for, for, the, for the final four. I know that uh, burned me too. It's, you know, I was having a lot of interviews with, with guys coming to town, man. So um, with, with the whole pandemic here thing going on and basketball season kind of being up in flux right now, so what are you guys doing for preparing guys for the season? Uh, what things you have come up, coming up for the Zooms and especially Zoom events for guys until things get going here? May Hopefully November 25th is the date or December the 4th. Or what are you guys got up coming for guys coming up here? Yeah, well, we, we continue to have tons of programming on Zoom every day, um, and that's one of the biggest things that, you know, our members get access to all those plus everything in our archives. So we record everything and store it on our member site. Um, but we do have a couple of things coming up that we're excited about um, October 5th through the 9th. And, and we haven't put this out there yet. So we're breaking news on the boss man show. here. I love it. <laughs> we're going to, uh, we're going to host our 11th annual rising coaches conference um, via zoom on October 5th through the 9th, which is our one year anniversary of our membership. Um, so all week long, we're going to put together some great programming. Uh, we're going to have a lot of sales and discounts, uh, to try to drive membership during the course of that week. And we're going to celebrate some of the people who, you know, helped make rising coaches is, you know, into what it is, because this really has been, you know, a group effort of, of people over the course of 10 years now. Um, and we'll bring some of those people back in to talk about, you know, their careers and how they progressed and how the, you know, how the organization has helped you know, help them out in their career and in their lives. And Coach Gordon, let me ask you this question. What have you heard feedback from coaches about recruiting via Zoom? Because I've had some guys on the show, some like it, some don't like it, they prefer the personal relationships with the players, seeing guys in person, their parents in person. So do you feel like the Zoom recruiting would be a part of the footprint going forward? Because for schools that are smaller without the budget to recruit, it can actually expand your footprint via Zoom, by while in other schools it may not work as well. So what what's your been the coach telling you about the recruiting via Zoom right now? I think most people like it, to be honest. Um, let me tell you something, boss man. When kids come on visits, that is a lot of work that like goes into that. I mean, and so much of it is so stupid. Uh, you're sitting there trying to make sure you got the right candy bars to leave on their hotel room because, uh, you know, so you're doing recon on social media. Oh, this kid likes Snickers. Let's make sure we got a Snickers bar waiting for him. Wow. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that is the type of stuff that coaches do. And that's great. That's attention to detail. If that's what you do, more power to you. But, you know, that's a lot of – that's a lot. And so when you're able to do it through Zoom, I think you cut out a lot of that, that BS, you know, to be completely honest, and it gets – you know, to the relationships. And, and I think that's what kids are. I think kids are leaning more on their relationship with these staffs to make their decision now uh, than going on campus and getting blown away by facilities or the city uh, or just the, like, how great of a time they have. Now, there's something to be said for face-to-face, -face, like, you know, interaction, and you lose some of that there. But I do think coaches are enjoying – uh, I think it's, I think this process is a lot faster. You're not having to like sit around for 48 hours straight babysitting recruits. Um, you know, you get on zoom, you talk to them for an hour, maybe you do it again the next day. Uh, so I think that part of it is good, but there's certainly like positive negatives to both of it. Oh, I do think you'll see it going forward though. I think it'll continue to be part of it. Oh, definitely. I think it's good because they said cut out, cut, out, cut out all the BS. 
actually I've seen some of it myself and I'm like, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> I'm like, either you're coming or you're not. You know? <laughs> right. I would I wouldn't be a good recruiter. I would be like, you either coming or you're not. I'm not about to kiss up and kiss you, kiss the ring for you, you know? <laughs> but, right. But I get it, man. And, but I do feel like for the schools a little bit smaller, it's helped them a lot. They've been able to get in guys or they wouldn't ever have to talk to. So I feel like for a smaller university, it gives you maybe a, a bigger chance and saves you on your recruiting budget to maybe get some guys in there. Because our coaches have told me with smaller schools that, hey, it's helped us get some guys who usually wouldn't ever be able to get, get our hands on. So I think it definitely can help small schools for sure who revive out those budgets because as you know, coaching in SEMO, I know I'm, I'm on the Tennessee State, so I, I know how it is. But the budgets are very tight. So the way you could save some money on one one end and help some down the road is is any way you want to go for sure. Yeah, I think you're also going to see like who can really evaluate uh, and who really does their homework because you know how it is. You go to like if a kid has one good game at Peach Jam, all of a sudden he's going to get 10 offers pouring just off of that. Well, was that a fluke? Is that really who the kid is? You know, like, I think now you're going to see, like, who really dug into film, watched a large sample size, and made, like, good decisions. I was going to ask you, kind of let me this question about uh, Atlanta. No, I'm here in Atlanta, based out of Atlanta here. So tell me about your Spencer here in Atlanta recruiting and coming here to the coach games with Georgia Tech, with the Clemson's. Uh, so how well, how is your experience with the state of Georgia and Atlanta specifically, Coach? How's that been for you in your career when you was in the gym there coaching? Uh, I'm sorry, re- just recruiting Atlanta in general? Yeah, uh-huh. how, how was it uh, looking at guys in Atlanta here, uh, trying to find young men to play for you, also in coaching here as well, when you coach with Georgia, Georgia against Georgia Tech here, where you come here to play games. How was it coming to town? Yeah, well, Atlanta's got some of the best basketball, you know, in the country, especially, like, in the South. If you look at, like, basketball in the South, like, Atlanta is definitely, uh, if not the best, one of the best. There's there's no shortage of talent, and there's no shortage of really good coaches. Um, now, it can be hard, you know, depending on where you're at. It can be hard to get kids out of Atlanta or whatever, uh, but uh, – I really enjoyed it, and, and we really never ran – even even when we were at SEMO, like we were able to get kids to Missouri from Georgia. So I think I think if you know what you're looking for uh, and you're good at be, being able to build relationships and you're just genuine, uh, I think I think uh, there's, there's certainly a lot of talent there. And we always had great – especially when I was at Clemson, we, recru- we recruited the hell out of Georgia and had some great players, Andre Young, Tanner Smith. Uh, were two guys that came in from Atlanta that that were really good for us. Now, that Georgia Stars guy and a Georgia Blazers guy. Oh yeah, yes indeed. You know, and I, I I love the Peace Jam. I love at Lake Point as well. You know, all the different great terms they have there in the springtime there. So I know the city of Atlanta is good to college basketball coaches in general. And you know what, coach? Before I let you go, man, I gotta ask you, man. Since since you're uh, in this role now of being a businessman, you know, so. What what's, what's been your most uh, prideful moment, your happiest moment since this past year that's been running a business on your own and being your own boss and seeing your baby, per se, blow up the way it has? Because I know for me in the radio game, seeing what's happened to the show was, makes me feel great, knowing what's going on. So for you in this role where you're the head guy in charge of something you really put your heart and soul into to grow the way it has, how's it making you feel and how's that, that feeling to know, hey, the vision was there and, and it worked itself out because I put in all the hard work and I grinded to make it happen this way? Yeah, great question. Um, definitely the most rewarding part always for rising coaches is, is seeing, like, 
people get jobs through whether directly through us or through a connection they made through us. Uh, that's always super rewarding. And that, that happens every year. And, and this year has been no shortage of that. Uh, and especially like in a hard off season with not much movement, uh, each one of those is more, you know, like a little, a little bit sweeter this off season. Um, but I'll tell you like in turn personally, like probably the most rewarding thing is, you know, we built this membership platform in October. Um, and you know, like when you're in charge, you got to deal with a lot, but you also have to deal with your own like self doubt. Uh, you know, when you're, people talk about like, it's lonely at the top, not that I'm at the top or whatever, but it is, you, you are the one that has to make the decision. And so like, you've got to like, uh, deal with the weight of those decisions. And, uh, the first few months, you know, we launched in October, uh, and just like anything, like it takes time to build something. And we built that membership site out and we had that message board in October, November, December, every post was like for me. You know, it was just like, I, you know, like, like, is this working? Like, is this going to take off? And then January, February, like, I didn't even have to post anything anymore. People were just like, once I saw that message board going on its own, mm -hmm. and I could just sit back and watch it, that was really rewarding seeing that like, hey, this is, this is like actually come to fruition. Our members are bought in. Not only are they bought in, they're providing the content and the interaction with each other. And I can like sit back and just watch. Uh, that, that's been the most rewarding thing is like seeing that actually like happen and be like, you know what? I think this is actually like works. Most definitely. Coach Gordon, I'm thankful for your site and for helping coaches. I love the business of coaching. I love a lot of guys in the business. So anyway, I can help you and interview guys you want me to interview for your, your, your organization, guys and your, your members. I will do it for you. No problem here, Coach. I mean, I can help you and help any, any of you guys let me know because I love to help out you guys and make sure you guys get the platform you need to get and people hear about what you guys are doing because it's very important what you're doing people need to see the work you guys are putting in for other guys coaching the business because it's great to see a fraternity of coaches together for one common goal boss man i i appreciate it man i appreciate you giving us the platform and i know you had our guy brian burton on last week who did a great job um so i just appreciate you uh shining the spotlight on us and and you know raising awareness for it and i'll give it a quick plug if that's all right Oh, right anybody, yeah. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> listening is uh is interested in joining, just visit risingcoaches.com uh and you can sign up. It's uh $120 for the year. It's a yearly membership. Um and we, you know, we feel like we provide a lot of value for it. So, uh risingcoaches.com again is a website, check it out and then stay tuned for for our 11th annual Rising Coaches Conference October 5th through the 9th. Hey, thanks, Coach Gordon. You did, hey, you did a great job, man. You might can take my job reading promos. Man. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm gonna let you keep the crown, man. You're, you you do a better job than I do. But boss, man, I appreciate it. Hey, it's that, Coach Gordon. Be safe, brother. I'll talk to you real soon, man. All right, thank you. It's Adam Gordon here on the Boss Man Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. 
the debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to need two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.